0: Are you a strong, independent woman who's passionate about her career? Then this podcast is perfect for you. Based on her book, The Career Woman's Secret Playbook, career coach Dr. Dawn Hamby shares the kind of insider secrets you can only know if you've hired, fired, and promoted employees over the past 30 years. Ladies, I'm on a mission to help busy women just like you create a career and life you love without sacrificing your work-life balance to get it. Come join me as we inspire and motivate each other only as women can and have lots of fun along the way. With Dr. Dawn's tools, strategies, and action steps, you can unleash your personal and professional power in a whole new way. Here's today's episode. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Career Woman's Secret Playbook Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Dawn, and today we're going to delve into an important topic that affects so many of us go-getters out there. It's called workaholism. We know this, right, ladies? We know this is something very easy to fall into when you're very passionate about your career. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about what it is, what it's not, how to detect the warning signs, and more importantly, what we can do about it. But before we do, if you're new here, I want to welcome you to our community of amazing career women who are interested in topics like these and much, much more. And why? Well, because they're dedicated to living their best lives at work and at home. So if this sounds like you, you're not only in the right place, but you will also have access to some freebies I have just for you. Head over to our website at drdonshoptalk.com, and under that resources tab, you can find some cheat sheets about a variety of topics. I've designed these so that you can get some quick tips on work-life balance and a little inspiration if you need it. That way you don't feel so alone and you don't feel so overwhelmed. And by the way, if you liked today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you would click on those five stars or take a few minutes to write us a quick review so that we can get this message out to more dedicated professionals just like you. And if you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. You can share our content, definitely make comments, and always, always give us ideas for future episodes. I love hearing back from you. It's one of the reasons I love doing the podcast and the YouTube channel, because it basically creates a dialogue between all of us where we can kind of, you know, commemorate as girlfriends do. I designed this podcast and the YouTube channel to feel like you were just having a conversation about your job with some trusted girlfriends. That's what I want to build for you so that you feel like you've got an outlet (laughs) Anytime you need it, right? Because as women, we can really inspire each other in a way that I think is very special and unique. That's another reason I drop new episodes on Monday is I want to give you the best chance, ladies, to start your week off on the right foot. Okay, so I hope you love today's episode. I really enjoy putting this together for you. So let's get back to it. Let's talk about this workaholism thing, and let's make sure we're not confusing it with dedication to your career. Okay, so let's start there. Dedication and hard work are definitely commendable, right? The difference is that when you take it to the extreme and you turn into a full blown workaholic, and remember, we're going to define that for you. It can have serious consequences, not just on our mental well-being, but also on our physical health and our relationships. So let's start by going over what it's not being a workaholic is not being passionate about your work or loving what you do. It's not about being the go-to person at your office or being a hard worker. It's also not creating excellent products or services. These examples are actually all signs that you're just a valuable professional. It's what we all aspire to be. And if you have those kinds of qualities, guess what? You're probably earning the highest performance rating in your organization. And most likely, you're going to be in line for a leadership position if you want it, or perhaps a new promotion or job opportunity, either at your company or elsewhere. Now, here are some of the subtle differences I want you to look out for And by the way, it's going to start to make more sense to you as we go through it. So for example, if you're truly a workaholic, you're going to find yourself constantly preoccupied with work. You're going to be one of those people who just kind of struggle detaching from job-related thoughts even during special personal time. You're probably going to experience a lot of anxiety or guilt when you're not working. And here's another sign. You're probably neglecting self-care, hobbies, and your personal relationships, again, due to work and these perceived work demands. And some of those work demands, keep this in mind, are probably self-imposed. Okay. Now, with all that being said, let me just kind of put a disclaimer out there for you. Okay. All of us are going to experience some of these examples from time to time. Okay. It's just true. The distinction between being in a very busy season in your career versus being a true workaholic is really measured in degrees. In other words, how often is this happening? and to what level. A true workaholic will do all of the above and much, much more, so here's a quick pop quiz to give you a bit more clarity. Ready? Here we go. Do you often work more hours than required or stay late without any really good reason? Are you frequently the first one to arrive at work and the last to leave? Do you feel uneasy or restless when you're not working? Have family members or friends expressed real concerns about your work habits? Do you find it difficult to take vacations or time off, even when you have the opportunity? And are you really neglecting all those other areas of your life that we talked about, such as hobbies, your health, your relationships, to such an extent, in fact, that this pattern has become the rule and not the exception? Well, ladies, if you resonate with these questions, I hate to break it to you, but more than likely you're a workaholic. Here's the good news Awareness is the first step towards making the positive changes I know you're going to want to make. Hey, you're listening to today's episode, so obviously this is not something you want to continue forever. So let's go over some easy strategies. I'm going to give you four simple strategies to help you overcome workaholism and restore a healthier work-life balance. Now, again, remember that pop quiz is no different than the questions that I had you think about before. All of us are going to have some of that. It's really the level the extent, how often this is happening, and those kinds of things. So, for example, when I'm coaching clients, I oftentimes tell them that if they want to make the best first impression, especially if they're brand new to a particular job or position, they want to be the first at the office. They want to be the last to leave. It's just that that should not be happening all the time. If it's sacrificing your personal life and other goals much less your health, that's where we need to take a look at it, and that's where we need more work-life balance. Okay, so here's those four simple strategies I talked about. Let's go. Strategy number one, let's set boundaries. We talk about that a lot on this podcast because establishing clear boundaries between work and your personal life is very important. Designate specific work hours, and when you're at work, give 150%. When you're at home, really a Allow yourself to do the same. And that way you can re-energize, you know, you can replenish your energy, you can just recharge your batteries. It's so important. If you don't, you're actually not going to be helping your career. You could be hurting it. You actually see oftentimes in the studies that productivity goes down when self-care goes down, not the other way. Okay, so really make sure you do that. Set those boundaries so that you can move on to strategy number two, which is prioritizing self-care. So make time for activities that recharge you mentally and physically. Exercise can be a fantastic way to reduce stress, increase your energy. It's just overall such a healthy way to really take care of yourself do you know most of the successful entrepreneurs and millionaires and billionaires all make time for exercise it's the common denominator for success and oftentimes they exercise in the morning now if you're not a morning person I know you don't want to hear this But I promise you it is a common denominator. If you can't work out in the morning, just try to work out as soon as you're done with your day and it may be the best way to transition into that personal time so that you really feel great other ideas are meditation and then of course obviously spending quality time with your loved ones turn the phone off make it a tradition in your home that the phone goes off at a certain time in the evening and you don't turn it back on to the next day now if you've got to check your phone and your emails one more time just don't do that right before you go to bed there's a lot of research out there that shows that if you're looking at those screens before you go to sleep it's going to interrupt your sleep and good quality sleep can definitely affect your overall health and performance. Tip number three, I'm calling delegate and collaborate. In other words, don't be afraid to delegate tasks and collaborate with colleagues. If you find yourself not doing that very often, you may be still struggling with perfectionism. So I'll include some of those episodes that we have on the podcast and the YouTube channel in the show notes below. So be sure to check that out. Remember, you don't have to do everything yourself. And in fact, when you do delegate It's going to empower the people in your life, and that's important. When you collaborate, it's going to make your colleagues feel also very important because they know you trust them to help you. They know that you wouldn't collaborate with just anyone if you're a superstar at work, so it makes people feel valued, and that's very important, not just in your work life, but also in your personal one. Okay, tip number four, be sure to take regular breaks. Incorporate short breaks throughout your workday. It really does increase productivity. I study productivity and share productivity tips a lot with my clients and with the companies I work with. It's not only a great way to rest and recharge during the workday, but it's also shown time and time again that taking short breaks increases productivity increases creativity and innovation. So this is so important to stay ahead of the times and to bring your A-game to work. Stepping away from work can actually improve all of those things. And it kind of goes back to that saying that you've heard time and time again, let's work smarter, not harder. Okay, last but not least, tip number five, identify your values and time map it. Let me explain what I mean by that. Values you understand. You need to reflect on your values and really decide what truly matters to you. You want to make sure, in other words, that your actions actually align with these values and that work does not dominate every aspect of your life. Now, that's easy to say, right? (laughs) Not always easy to do. So that's where the time map comes in. In other words, I want you to literally take the time to map out how you're spending your hours and days. In fact, I want to give you some recommendations. There are two time management experts that I absolutely love that have written entire books on the subject. One is Time Management from the Inside Out by Julie Morgenstern, and the other book is 168 Hours, You Have More Time Than You Think by Laura Vanderkam. In a nutshell, you can use their templates or make your own, and it's a great way to visually see if you really are spending time on what you say is important to you. Oh, my gosh, guys, when I did this for the first time, I literally saw how many hours I was spending watching TV in the evenings. Now, you guys, I love a Netflix binge just like the next person. I do. I really do. But on a consistent basis. I realized how many hours of my day was being spent that way. And as much as I love TV and movies, there were so many other things I wanted to do. And I wouldn't have discovered how many hours I was actually spending on that had I not taken the time, pun intended, to map it out. And here's something else. You really do have more time than you realize. But man, it's easy to flitter that away and not feel like you've had any time at all to recharge or replenish your energy when you get home. Next thing you know, the workday starts all over again and you're sitting there going, what? Really? Where did the weekend go? Where did the evening go? I promise you, if you really think about that, it's going to make a difference. In fact, I believe in time management so much. It's one of the more popular workshops I get booked to do. And I believe it's so important to your professional and personal success that I devoted an entire chapter to it in my book. If you want more information about the book, I always put the link to the book in the show notes, both on YouTube and in the podcast, so you can always check that out. All right, you guys, as we wrap up, I want to leave you with some more thoughts. Remember that being career-driven doesn't mean sacrificing your well-being and your personal life. It's essential to find that healthy balance that allows you to excel in your profession while still nurturing your overall happiness and your fulfillment. That's why I believe in work-life balance so much. It can be an illusion. It really can. There's no perfect work-life balance. We talk about that a lot on the podcast and on the YouTube channel and, of course, also in the book, but it's because... There's a different mindset. If you really think about balance a little differently, you'll realize that every piece of your life does not have to be equal at all times. Okay? So if you just strive to excel rather than chasing that illusion of perfectionism that we've talked a lot about, then you're going to be fine. Okay? You really are. All right, you guys. That's it for today's episode. I hope you found valuable insights on how to really identify if you're a workaholic and then definitely to take the steps to address it. Remember, it's okay to be ambitious. And sometimes as women, you know, we kind of get some criticism and some heat for being ambitious. It's a quality that's respected in men and sometimes in women, we we get a bad rap, don't we? If you're ambitious, people automatically presume that you're sacrificing your personal life and that you're not you know, a great partner, a great mom, a great friend, a great daughter, all these things. And we have to deal with that still today in this modern age. That's one of the reasons I feel passionate about putting out tips like this, because I want you to realize you're not alone in believing that you're entitled to have a fabulous career and a fabulous personal life. It doesn't have to be one or the other, right? It's also equally important to always take care of yourself. All right. if you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the Career Woman's Secret Playbook podcast. We really would appreciate your support. Stay tuned for our next episode where, of course, we're going to explore even more empowering strategies to help you on your journey. Don't forget that I drop new episodes on Monday to help you start your week off on the right foot. All right, everyone, take care and remember to find time for yourself, even when you're hustling and bustling in your career. Until the next time, don't forget our motto here at Shop Talk, and it's this. If you're not having a fantastic day, you have the power to make it one. Bye, everyone. See you next time. I know our episode is over, but this is just the beginning. If you're ready to take action but don't know where to start, just head over to drdawnshoptalk.com for lots of free resources, ways to work together, and for even more. Subscribe to the Dr. Don Shop Talk YouTube channel. Remember, ladies, you don't have to take this journey alone. I've got you covered. Till next time.